At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I can't believe we're in week 10 already. That sucks. I I always they should play football I've been warning you. I've been warning you as we've gotten closer and closer. We love being in week two, week three, where you have so much football left. You got months and months left. We're in November, Tom. But this is when it starts to feel like football season. We've got one, we've got one month left. One one full month left of regular season football, and that's it. No, that's not true. Of regular season football, we got one full month. Well, we're in the, the month uh, of December. The month of December. Uh, that's push that you counts. back a little bit on that. That counts. Semantics there. One but full calendar month. There you go. They should play this thing year round. And I'm not talking about like different leagues. Like just you know, take a little bit of a break, and then we start in April for the spring and the summer league. Right? I mean, who says no? Maybe the players. The players, the players safety, probably, but yeah. Come on. Did you want Peck? Cut him a bigger check and let's play <laughs> a little bit longer. Let's keep it going. No, it sucks. I hate when we get to the double-digit week count, but I don't hate ranking all these damn teams. Uh, it's my favorite thing to week do. Week 10 edition of the Power Rankings. As always, we like to start with our teams that just didn't quite make the cut or the highly technically termed JDQMCC. Yep. My JDQMTC is so spicy right now. Honestly, I, I don't know what I'm doing right now. There's teams in my JDQMTC that I think are better than the teams in my top 10, but I just couldn't give them the respect that I gave the teams in the top 10 because the teams in the top 10 are winning. Yep. Uh, I kind of feel the same uh, way. It's wild, man. Like, it's a weird You seem very game. out of sorts. I was very comfortable with my JDQMTC, so I'm a little excited to see who uh, you have. There is a chance that four of these five teams are going to be in your top 10. Oh, I I wouldn't doubt it. Number one, I got two that in my JDQ could be in MTC. your top ten as well. So just peeking in on yeah, the outside, sure. waving through the window at number eleven, the Giants, the New York Giants. Okay. Then I got the Chargers. Okay. Then I got the Bengals. Okay. Then I got the Niners. Okay. I think the Niners are better than that. Yeah. But they got to prove it. They haven't really yeah. been on their winning streak yet, and they were on a bye this week. Then I got the Bucks at 15. Tampa wow. Bay. Wow. He's back. I've seen all I oh, need to see. He's back. Wow. 
Okay. Um, can I give you, before I get to my three JDQMTC, uh-huh. can I give you a little spicy pick? Like, you got the, you got the Bucks there. Kind of looking down the outside, looking in. Maybe the Bears? No. Justin Fields? No. Oh, no. Tom. No. Maybe no. not this season. Maybe not this season. Maybe next year. But yeah. No. They're three and six now. I get that, but maybe next season the Bears could come a knock, and that's all I'm going to say. All right, actually getting to it, my JDQMTC first team in it, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. I know. That's crazy, Tom. I know. Oh, I know. Boy. I like my top ten, though. I got the Giants as well, and I got the Chargers in there, okay. just like you did. Okay. Yeah, when I got the Ravens in my JDQMTC. in there, uh, especially after how they – I know the Saints were bad, but how they just looked dominant oh, on Monday Night oh. Football. Lamar looked great. Did he really? He had 100 yards <laughs> he passing. pretty good. He had one touchdown. He 100 yards good. passing and one touchdown. Is that dominant? Ended up with 27 points. I would love for 27 points for my home team. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. All right, number 10. For you or for me? For you? For me. All right, for I you. I always start first. All right. I invented the term power ranking in the okay, world. So I, I came up with the JDQTC. No, you didn't. Actually, you That's did. such no, crap. No, you did. All right, number 10. Yeah. Back-to-back New York teams. Giants at 11. Number 10, the New York Jets. Okay. That's low for the Jets. I don't know, man. I know they beat the Bills, but I came away thinking the Bills just put up a stinker at the end of that. Maybe the best defense in football, though, the New York Jets. I'm not even exaggerating that. Yeah. It's, I, had, I mean, really I had young the Jets outside well. of my JDQMTC on the outside looking in last week. And then that win just totally, yeah. Like I I think when the Jets lost to the Patriots, we were thinking same old Jets, and then they beat the Bills, and it's like, nope, not same old Jets anymore. I do think they're going to make the playoffs now, if they stay healthy, and if Zach Wilson isn't a bonehead for the majority of the Mm -hmm. games down the stretch. I do think I can't believe I'm saying this. They're going to snap the losing streak against the Patriots next week in Foxborough. It's crazy. Out of the bye week. I Belichick out of a bye, so I know that adds an extra wrinkle of difficulty, but I believe that that's going to happen. And I don't think that it's absurd for me to say that they might have the best defense in football. <coughs> I, I think Quinn, They certainly have one of the best individual players. I think you could say that about a couple players. For two guys, maybe Quinn and Williams as well. He's so good, dude. Right. I, I kind of have a little man crush on Quinn and Williams. That, <laughs> that dude is going to be a game wrecker. Like... He reminds you of Hayward a little bit, right? Yeah. But reaching his prime a little bit younger than Hayward did. Right. He's such a magnificent But the difference was Hayward came into a defense that was great. Right. Had great players on it. He's the leader. Yeah, right. Like, he's the first, especially in that front. Sure. And now he's got his... I mean, think of the up front in the secondary duo better than what you're going to see in Williams and and Gardner for the next couple years. So, I like the Jets, but got him at number 10. Go out and beat the Patriots and prove me wrong, and maybe I'll give you a real big boost up this list. Next oh, yeah, week. a big one if, if they can finally get over that hump. Uh, we'll talk about that just a little bit later on for my rankings, but my number 10 team, I got the Tennessee Titans. And my we- number 9 team, I got the Tennessee Titans. Got to give credit to the Titans. They won five games in a row. Most after, impressive loss this past after week. After starting 0-2, they kept it. They took it all the way to overtime. In Kansas City. Their quarterback completed five passes. They played the game like it was 1925. Right, they were playing with their backup quarterback, Malik Willis, instead of Ryan Tannehill. Not to say that if Tannehill's in there... Yeah, Wilson didn't throw any picks, it's a so dip- it's I a think different that's game, a factor. Right. But like you said on Monday's episode, 17 carries for Derrick Henry. That's it. And he was torching them on the ground, right. too. Like, you gotta give that guy at least 25, I think. In a game, game like that, right. he might touch 40 if I'm the head coach. You know what I mean? 
Well, Vrabel, who is typically good at simplifying things and making it easier for his team to win, kind of played with a hand held behind his back. But I will say this. What if he is finally seeing the forest through the trees? And I know he'd never admit this. Because it was funny, did you see his uh, post-game presser after he gave Henry like 32 carries the week prior when they beat the Tech? And they were like, uh, are you worried about giving Derek too many like carries? Like load management? He was like, who the bleep do you want me to throw the ball to? Yeah. So a little shot of his wide receivers there as well. But maybe he's thinking, you know, a little bit ahead of time. And I know it's a weird spot to do it in Kansas City, but that would show a lot of patience for him that, hey, maybe this time in Arrowhead Stadium, 17 carries is good and we try to eke out a win. But if I go to Arrowhead in the middle of January, they're getting 44 carries of Derrick Henry right down their throat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. if we go into January and we see that, we got to make a mental note right now to come back and be like, okay, I like what you were doing there, Vrabel. But if they don't do that or if he continues to take workload off his plate when the games get weightier and weightier, then uh, that's a question. Especially when the game is close and you're – they were playing with a lead right at one point. The Tennessee Titans were – kill that clock. Give Derrick Henry the ball. Just get one more touchdown, yeah. honestly, at that point. So, yeah, weird spot. Your number nine team. Uh, my number nine team, uh, this team is now 3-0 in their last three games. Thanks to their starting quarterback returning, I got the Miami Dolphins at number nine. My number eight team. Okay. Who is uh, now 3-0 since they're starting quarterback. <laughs> they were 3-0 with their starting quarterback. He got hurt. They went 0-3. And now they're 3-0 again with yeah. their starting quarterback. 6-0 record for the Tua Tagovailoa-led Miami Dolphins. Uh, crazy game, that Chicago game. That was an awesome game. Tua was throwing the ball to Hill and Waddle. Uh, we've talked about uh, Tyreek Hill possibly bringing that single-season receiving record, but Justin Fields was the story of that game. Yes. The guy ran all over the Miami defense. Some questionable calls, but what matters most is who won the game, and it was Tua, and <clears throat> a really, really bad no-call for a pass interference on the Miami defense, on Chase Claypool, nonetheless, uh, or rather of all people. So if Chicago gets that call, it could have gone differently, but Tua came away with the win. As you said, that's 6-0 and for Tua. It's just a different team when he's out there. Yeah, and I think, you know, there was a lot with Brian Flores that I think went against Brian Flores, but I don't think he ever fully bought into Tua either. Like, I think maybe. there was still maybe a, in the back of his head, is this the right guy? And Mike McDaniel, to his credit, has come in and just cannonballed into the Tua Tagovailoa water. He has said, this I mean, is you my could quarterback. Also say that- I'm tailoring the offense around him. He's the guy that's perfect to run it. And, man, I, it's weird kind of that he's not more in MVP conversations. I think the, I injury, agree. the injury probably help that but dude if we get a couple more weeks into this and his and, record starts to look like nine and oh and their only three losses are without man, him, he's in there how is that not illustrate i value? would say doesn't that if, illustrate value more than anything if that happens he's got to be number two to jalen hurts to jalen hurts because right now jalen hurts is the only undefeated quarterback josh allen's right tires have spun the past few weeks well especially now with that ucl injury yeah if he's sidelined for a couple for weeks. a week or two yeah that could really do some damage i would sit him Against the Vikings, I know you could lose you can, that you game. You can afford to lose that game. game. Yeah, you can I'd afford to lose that game. I think I'd sit him against the Vikings. All right, so your number eight team was, was the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. My number eight team, a team I don't know how you put in your JDQ MTC. I got the San Francisco 49ers at number eight. I just 
They were on the bye this week, so they didn't do a lot. They're to four and four. I mean, you gotta I know, win a couple but that games. defense, as we've as as we've mentioned before, maybe maybe the best in the NFC, up there with the Jets, and the best in the league. Uh, and then you get Christian McCaffrey added to that offense. Kind of upsetting because Christian McCaffrey was signed on that Friday afternoon a couple of weeks ago. And then they got blown out by the Chiefs two days later when he had no time to prepare. And then the very next week, that offense looked like it was the most fun thing you could ever watch ever uh, on a football field. And then they were on the bye week this week. So we didn't really get to see more of it. But here we are, uh, even though they're on the bye, even though they're only 4-4, and I still have to put them in my top 10 because I think when playing and when healthy, they are a top 10 team. I'm surprised you had them that. You had them at... 14, did you not? Uh, yes, 14. That's criminally low, if you ask me. I mean, I think they're going to be, the, be in my top 10 next I might, week. But I might have some teams that you could consider are criminally high. So I think it I bounces could. out. It bounces but, out. Look, they're going to be in the top 10 soon, I believe, in the Niners. Who was the person on this damn show that said they're the number two team in my mind in the NFC when it comes to the contender? Me. And this yet guy. you have him out of your top ten. Because you gotta prove it to me first. You're four and four, and you just had a bye. Good week. game next week too. It's the uh, Sunday night game. The Chargers. The Chargers. Little Super Bowl rematch there. Little in-state rivalry. From, yeah, from like thirty years ago. Still but counts. Sure. Don't roll your yeah, eyes. It counts. Still counts. All My right. number seven team. <laughs> yeah. Team that you had in your JDQMTC. Oh. This is where I've got the Baltimore Ravens clocking in. Okay, I, 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 I understand it. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've actually started to look a little bit better, and they're winning. And, and, and the offense was absolutely exploding in the first couple of weeks, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. That Dolphins game, they ended up losing. The Bills game, they threw a couple picks late. They lost that game. Um, but I'm starting to see them play a little bit more of a complete football. Mm-hmm. They did it first in Tampa, beating Tom Brady there. Maybe not as big of a task as you know people thought, but I still think it's a little tough to go down to Tampa and beat him. And then, especially on a short week too. And then another one on the road against New Orleans. So you know, back to back games on the road mm-hmm. for the Ravens, and maybe a little road cooking was exactly what the team needed. And it, it looks like a more complete ball. And you know team what, to too, that really impressed me was there was no J.K. Dobbins, there was no Gus Edwards, but uh, Kenyon Drake was running a lot. Uh, I don't even know the name of the other backup, but they're able, like, no matter who they're putting out there at running back. They're still able to run the ball successfully, which was impressive to me. Did you know, Tom, that it took until week nine for the Baltimore Ravens uh, to outscore an opponent in the fourth quarter? I did not know that. So, you know, we talk about all those fourth quarter um, collapses that they had against Miami, against Buffalo. First time all season long. Not that they didn't lose a fourth quarter lead, fourth quarter lead just the first time all season that they outscored an opponent in the four, in the fourth quarter. Three straight wins for the Ravens, though. Yeah. And I think that this is a team that maybe we look back at when the playoff field is set and they're in it and say, that's a team that got better as the mm-hmm. season went on. You yeah, know, it's that very possible. I mean, the, the 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 acquisition of the trade deadline, too, could come as one of the, you know, there are other signings that people were saying is more sparkly, more shiny. Yes, of course. But this one could really have the biggest impact, and considering I think where the, the defense one, was before and after he joined. And I think this one has the potential to have the biggest shockwaves. Maybe Christian McCaffrey rivals it, yeah. but the biggest shockwave for years after, years to come. Yeah, because like he'll, he'll be shape their, their defense. Yeah, right. He'll be their guy. 
number seven for you? Uh, my number seven team, I've got I got two uh, NFC West teams in a row. So let's crown the uh, or let's give credit to the uh, current leaders in that division. I got the Seattle Seahawks. My number sixteen. Oh, there it is. <laughs> is a team that's on another three game or excuse me, <clears throat> four game winning streak. The third hottest team in the NFL, mm. the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, they're for real. They're for real. They're making the playoffs. I don't know Absolutely. if they hold the Niners off. I agree. But I think they, but make, they the make the playoffs, playoffs no matter what. They're going to get to 10 wins, if, I think, at minimum. they got to get four more wins. They're getting four more wins. To get the 10 wins 10 on the wins season? 10 wins on the season. That's probably seven more wins than people were giving them credit to win this year. Right? Dude. That might be nine more wins than people were giving them credit to win this I, year. I'll say I said this earlier this people week. People thought they were getting the one. I num- said this earlier this week. I will say it again. If the Seahawks win the division, you cannot convince me otherwise <clears throat> that coach of the year should go to should not go to Pete Carroll and coach and comeback player of the year shouldn't go to Geno Smith. If, they, if that team wins the, that division, those two guys deserve that recognition. Do you think they go to Germany? And Excuse beat me, Tampa Tom. In, I think it's in very Germany. possible. You think it's possible? I mean, how it's not easy for anyone to go play in Europe. We've seen that. We've seen a lot of fluky games. Can't imagine it's very easy for a forty-five-year-old to do it. I just think that this offense has an identity, and its name is Kenneth Walker. But it also has and a quarterback Gino named Geno yeah. Smith that's making all the passes. So it's very complete. And it's a really well-coached outfit. And the defense has quietly started to turn over. It's gotten mm-hmm. younger, and it's making a lot of plays for them. And you know Pete Carroll can get a defense to play for him. Can get anyone to play for him. Yeah. Offense or defense. The ultimate player's coach. Mm-hmm. And I just think that you're so spot on about coach of the year hype for him. And I think comeback player of the year might be a lock for Geno Smith because, whew, that guy. They don't have most improved in the NFL like they do in the NBA, but... Right. I want to talk about a layup as far as who's the most improved I would player. like to see that that award kind of make its way into this. Remember league. when we were making fun of Drew Locke in the preseason for losing out on that job? How could you lose that job to Geno Smith of people? <laughs> How silly were we? Yeah. Drew Locke is not to blame at all there. No. Pete Carroll's top deserves, 10 quarterback was in Pete his Carroll backyard. Pete Carroll deserves credit for recognizing it's it wasn't just black and white. It wasn't that easy to say Oh, Drew Locke's been playing or starting in Denver, and Gino hasn't started for a team since he was a rookie. I can't wait until Pete Carroll retires because that dude's going to talk. Like, that dude's telling all. I wonder if he's going to be like, I saw things in practice for the past couple years that I was like, this Gino Smith can play quarterback. Like, he might not yeah. be as good as Russ. Like, I don't know if he'll come out and just be like, I knew he was going to be better than Russ, but like, he's probably thinking, like, this Here's drop off isn't as far as it. Here's a question for you a hypothetical. If somehow, some way, Gino wins a Super Bowl oh. in Seattle, somehow, some way, Russell Wilson is forgotten about f- for history, for all of history. Even though he would probably still be the best player that Seattle's ever seen, he's forgotten about. They'll have more favor for Gino. Absolutely. Their Wouldn't a, you? If you absolute, I mean, absolutely. What a story that Guess whose jersey's being retired first? <laughs> Gino Smith's statue outside. Statue, the all of it. <laughs> Uh, All of it. Pete Carroll might have the first say at the statue, but then maybe yeah, Gino Smith. All right, right, your number 16. My number another 16. Another NFC West team, so it's obviously the— No, 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 no. It, it was San Fran, Seattle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> at 8 and 7. But number 6, got the team who you put 
very far down on your list, despite the best uh, the best one of the season, I wow. think. I got the New York Jets at number six. Again, it's a week-by-week thing. And to beat arguably the best team in football, the way you did it, you were down, what, 17-3 to at one point? 17-6 to at one point? You come back, you have Sauce Garner intercept Josh Allen on your way to scoring, on your way to a victory. Come on. The Jets, you may not want to admit it, football fans, because you love making fun of them and how miserable the franchise has been for the last 60 or 50 years, but they're having a good season. Oh, they're, of course, having a good season. Again, I think they're probably going to make the playoffs now. But at the same time, I, I see some some holes. I, I see some problems. You, have, you can see potentially. I could poke a little yeah, hole there. Dropping I could poke off. a little hole I get there. it. But I, I think they're definitely a team on the rise. Yeah. I think this is a team that is now, for the first time in a long time, set in the right direction. To be direction. taken seriously. Yeah, yeah like they're going to be good for a couple years now. We'll, we'll do off-season shows, and we'll predict that the Jets will probably make the playoffs next year. And that's yeah, a, it's very possible. That's a team that just looks like they're on the up and coming. Let's just say, again, give credit, because when the draft concluded this past year, everyone was saying there were two teams who had the best drafts. It was Baltimore and the Jets, and everyone was saying, wow, Baltimore's just going to be so great this year. They're going to lock up that division very early. Lamar is a lot of people's MVP favorite, and people were saying, oh, the Jets could be a fun young team who win five games this year and could be have one or two upset wins all year. Well, that draft clearly had an impact on them. And it's again, I'll say it, Brees Hall going down for the year, huge detriment. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. My number five team to break into the top five. Mm-hmm. I got the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I like it. I'm a little surprised that you have them a little higher. That you haven't said them yet, and you didn't come back out and say that you matched them with me. So a little surprising there. You want me to say this? My number four team. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, there you go. Okay, so it's not like I, I had like number one. That. Huh? I would like you to yeah. say that. So I, I just I wasn't. Think... It, I mean, I because I know who you have at number four, which is really annoying. <laughs> or maybe number three. I think. If not number two. Okay, but the Dallas Cowboys. They were on a bye this week. Yeah. I am excited to see their second half of the season with a healthy Dak Prescott now at the helm offensively because now I think this is a team that's going to beat you with defense. It's going to beat you with offense. Mm -hmm. I think this team, I know I said the Niners are my number two contender right now. 
wouldn't push back if you said the Cowboys were the number two contender to the Eagles in the NFC right now. They're, I think, a team yeah. that has the roster built to mm-hmm. beat Philadelphia to make it to a Super Bowl for sure. And we spent a lot of time talking about the Jets and Sauce Gardner, Quinn and Williams, but let's not forget who the front runner is. The runaway runner. The runaway front runner for Defensive Player of the Year, and that's Michael Parsons. Yeah, like as far as any year award is concerned, he's that's the biggest in. runaway right, right now. Oh, yeah. So when we went over that on Monday. Yep. It's, His odds are astronomically in favor of him winning. Uh, it's it's kind of foolish to bet on him at this point. You'd lose money. you you got to bet yeah. a lot to make a lot at that point. We had Jeffrey Chidia from the NFL Network on the Mark Madden Show this week, and just kind of going around the league, he, he said – you know, teams that win Super Bowls and teams that are good in the playoffs are kind of battle-tested. And, you know, they kind of got to go through some stuff. Like, everybody's going to get injured. There's going to be injuries for every team. How do you respond as a team around them? I can't think of a team that responded better than the Dallas Cowboys to mm-hmm. the injuries. I, mean, I said I, I said this <clears throat> as we were going through it. Cooper Rush did his job. It's, we it's, thought the season might be done. Right. And now they're just right where we thought they would be all along. All offseason long, we agreed. As long as Dak can stay healthy, that's a team to beat in that division. And as soon as he went down in week one, we said, that's it. Wrap it up. Put a bow on this season for the Cowboys. We'll see you next year in 2023. That wasn't the case, and here they are. And they honestly got really lucky, too, Tom, that the injury only lasted, what, four or five weeks? Yes. I mean, look at the Steelers. They had to deal with seven weeks without T.J. Watt. Could the Cowboys have survived seven weeks without Dak Prescott? They're at Green Bay this week. I think they could kill Green Bay this week. I agree. I, I think they could really run I that agree. score up. So, and wouldn't that really be just like rock, rock, rock mm-hmm. bottom for the Packers to lose to the Cowboys in Lambeau Field by a couple touchdowns? A yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think that could easily be the result. <clears throat> so your number five team is obviously... Uh, number five team, where they should be, no. is the Minnesota Vikings. No. No. Yep. No. Nope. I know second they're second longest winning streak what, in the seven NFL. And one? They're seven and one. They've only lost to the team that's never lost. Can you lost. remind me who they struggled? Who they had to come back to beat this week? I don't care. Is man. it the Washington Commanders? That's was what it the, the Washington Commanders? When they do the playoff seedings, that was, that's what they do, right? They get in the committee room and they're like, "Well, how, how did the win look? Did okay, look well good? let's let's do that. Did let's they look let's good play enough? a quick game. If 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 we take the NFL and and make a playoff committee like they do in college, Minnesota is getting the disrespect that TCU has gone for so long. Right, see, he's right where they should be. Well, right now, now now they are. But Minis- like last week when they had one loss Alabama over them, they had one loss. Who else was it? A one loss Tennessee over them. Well, Tennessee just lost. So there was a, they had two one loss teams in front of TCU. I agree with that. Well, while TCU was undefeated. Well, yeah, I mean, just because you have a purple helmet doesn't mean <laughs> I, I automatically have affinity out. for you. I think they go right? with the purple I'm not thing be too. A TCU lover just because I love the Vikings. So, but I'm I'm sorry, Tom. Listen, they could pop. They they're probably gonna finish. With, <laughs> they're gonna go like fourteen and three, and you're gonna have a menu like JDQ with NPC. the number two spot in the NFC, right? It would be hard for them to not at this point because the Eagles and the Cowboys are gonna still beat each other up one more time. Well, the Eagles will probably take the one. number one, and then you look at the other two divisions: Seattle and San Francisco. They're gonna finish You've with less lead losses, on them already. and then the NFC South is gonna finish in fourth. So Minnesota will finish as that number two spot, but they, if they can get, what if San Francisco takes the number seven spot? You know, I think they will take the seventh spot. You're telling me San Francisco can't beat Minnesota on the road? 
I don't know, but I think Minnesota has a chance at home. Well, that's my that number. Game. That was my number five team. My number four team was the Cowboys. Your number four team, the Buffalo Bills. Wow! Whoa, doggy. Okay, they just lost. We got some spice. They just we lost. got some spice. Oh, I agree. There's been I, a couple. I, I knocked them down. There's a couple games now where we've seen the Bills. You know, you remember when Duke was always like that team that would make fifty threes a game, uh-huh. but then there was that one game in the tournament where they'd go ice cold. And then it would be a struggle to beat yeah, sure. some team that they should have blown out, or they lose a game in the sure. Sweet 16 because of that. Don't you kind of see that with the Bills a little bit? Like they just go crazy, firecracker and offense, and then there's game. a couple games, <laughs> Dolphins, Jets, where it's just like nothing can go right. And in a lot of ways, the Ravens game were like was like that too. Lamar Jackson threw a really bad interception, and it took the Bills making a comeback effort to win that game. So. There's been moments with Buffalo where you kind of see sure. them not sure, I as get great of a machine as you maybe thought they would be. So I, I got them at number four. Okay, well, uh, I'll say my number three team is Buffalo. Is Buffalo, which I don't think is outlandish for me to say. Okay. What's your number four team then? We already talked about oh, the yeah, Dallas the Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not outlandish to keep them at three. I mean, I have them one spot behind They are. There are only three teams to be in this league right now. Is it two now, though, with the injury to Allen? And... Okay, if he's injured, it could be two. Okay. If, right. if, like, I don't know how serious this UCL injury is, but even if he comes back, Tom, that's still the team to be in the, it, one of the two teams to be in the AFC, for sure. My number three team? Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. I knew it. I, I knew <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I don't even want to talk about this. We're done with this episode. Dude, they struggled. They struggled at home against the team that was playing a quarterback that completed five passes. And a team that didn't have to deal with Derrick Henry more than 17 times. You know? I mean, I know Mahomes threw for 68 whatever, 68 passes or whatever it was, and he threw for, or he ran for 63 yards. Crazy and he looked runs. great. Looked great. And, I mean, they have him at number three. And I, I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think they're in that they elite are. tier. No, you don't think. They are. They are. Yeah, they are. I mean, but again, I, I think a lot, I think every team is... There might not be a really great team at this point right now. There's very good teams. The Philadelphia Eagles? Don't you think that there's some stuff there that you'd look at and say they can really? be beat Where? on? Where? Quarterback. Oh, Jalen Hurts isn't a good quarterback? We'll see when the playoffs Is he start. not the front runner for MVP right now? Do you now? think the playoffs are a different animal than regular oh, season? Oh, they absolutely can be. So what if he loses in the first round? Well, then you would... Well, what are they going to point to? What are they going to point to as the, the biggest round. hole? <clears throat> Whatever. Oh, oh, one, one and done. What if he does that? What if it's not his fault? What if it's not his fault? Then there's another hole on the team that didn't come through. You can't say he's a hole. He's a big question mark still. If he wins MVP, he's a question mark. Absolutely. Do it in the playoffs. Didn't we still say Lamar's a question mark because he hasn't done it in the playoffs yet? He has an MVP. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying there's still a great team. It's a great team. Not yet. And the Chiefs are a great team. No, they're not. (laughs) Okay. No, they're very good. All right, well, my number two team is the only great team in the NFL. (laughs) There it is. I got iced out Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings, number two. God. Number two in the country. Can you believe that? According (laughs) to the Tom Opperman rankings. Isn't that amazing for Minnesota fans? They probably love this episode right now. Make sure you hashtag Minnesota Vikings in this episode. I want to get these people behind me. Get Skull Nation behind you. I want to, this guy's got us ranked at number two. The respect that we finally deserve. Look, man, 
if they would have lost that game to Washington, they might have been like number seven. In my they would have been in my JD here in DC. But, for no, sure. that's BS. <laughs> that's BS. But dude, as long mark my words, okay. Jacob. As, as long, long as they, as keep they winning, continue to win, so football you're saying games right now, and have one loss in their, they're number in their two. column. The only team in the NFL with one loss because they're number either yeah, has two or, or the Eagles are undefeated. Zero. They'll be at number two. And okay. maybe the, if the Eagles slip up before oh they do, God. hey, all bets are off at that point. Okay. Well, okay. Their that's only great. loss is to the team that no one's beaten. Right. That's a good point. Like, their strength. Uh, yeah, they're number two. You're wrong about them being at number five. Can we? Okay, so you like to point that out, that their only loss in the season was to the Eagles. But can we really quickly? No, nope, because... we're not looking at their wins. Oh, I'm no, going to no, look no, at their no, wins no, real no, quick. No, no, no. Let's we don't look have enough their... time. Let's, let's talk about it. number let's one. Let's do it really quick. We're going to talk about the number one team. Uh, the Packers, how many wins do they have in the year three? That's a big the win Lions, in opening week, though. The Lions, how many wins do they have in the, on this on the season? That oh, was a two. tough win at the time. The Saints have three wins. The Bears have three wins. We just said how the Saints are sneaky. You said the Bears are good. The Dolphins, okay. There you go. Oh, I, got, I, I gave you ones. The Cardinals. That, that was in Miami, wasn't it? The Cardinals not? have what? Two wins on the year? Three wins you on the year? You got to beat the teams that you need to. The Commanders to. have what? Two wins on the year? They won. They won. Yeah. You're right. You're right. When they get to the Week 18 committee meeting, they're going to put them at the wild card, even though okay. they win the North. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, number one. Number one. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, for both of Again, Can't argue against it. They're not going to move until they lose. Until they lose. Yeah. I and mean, even if they lose, they may not move that far. No, they may only lose one spot. Depends right. on who they lose to. If they lose to Dallas, well, how, they might not even move if they lose to Dallas. How about that for some spice? Because Dallas is a good win. And it's at Dallas. Or it's Dallas. a good loss, sorry. Yeah, it's right, at right, Dallas. Right, right. So we'll see when the Eagles' and first that, loss will come. And that is Dallas. If you missed any of our show today, except for that last part and that terrible joke that I'm going to have you to edit it, out, you loved it. You can download and subscribe to not only our show but all of our shows here on SNR and the Steelers Podcast Network. I'm talking the Drive with Dale and Matt, I'm talking Steelers Blitz with Moats and Euler. You can get, of course, in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. Our show, the Steelers Standard, Advanced Scout, Ask and Answer, Agree to Disagree, um, Point After the Preview. Steelers oh preview, my God, yep. we got shows coming out of every everywhere. Drawer. Here, every at orifice Steelers you HQ. could possibly think of. <laughs> I, I like my analogy of drawer better, <laughs> but thank you for taking it to a gross place during our live read. Subscribe to all of our shows, uh, Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast, you can download and subscribe to all of them. Can't wait to come back here on a Friday. Can't wait to break down the Steelers and Saints more and talk about Week 10 in the mm-hmm. NFL. It's a little upsetting we don't get a great Thursday night What are you game? talking about? Control of the South could very much be at stake. Oh, man, I forgot about that. How dare you? Panthers. How, 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 how important of a and division that is. Baker Mayfield's back. So True. how great is that? Take the Falcons defense. You can, you can, see, three, you can see three quarterbacks play for Carolina Take the Falcons night. defense. I think a pick six is coming. Probably. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks for listening to the Steelers Standard. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. 
start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.